This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! Ha, ha, ha! You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. It is now time for the second hour of power with your hosts, Danny Bush and me, Tommy the True Newbauer. Boy, that rhymes. I like that. Anyway, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed as usual, and as you can tell... But that's why you can give us a call at 414-799-1250 and ask your question, make a comment, whatever. And uh, we're just having a good old time hanging around here at the studio talking about different things. And just recently we were talking about smallmouth bass. And, uh, yeah, the state record smallmouth bass is 9 pounds 1 ounce. I mean, that's a that's a dandy, you know. That's a big fish. And uh, just think, a few years ago, one that was uh, nine pounds could have been could have been nine one. You know, I mean, it was on the Chatillion scale. It it weighed out at nine pounds. You know, I mean, it was like right there, so it could have been a little over. I mean, uh, that's a big fish, and right right here in your own backyard, you could catch a state record fish. I mean, that's pretty awesome when you think about it. You know, so uh, you know, give it a shot maybe next year. So anyway, that was about it. We do have, coming into the studio this morning, Al Shook. He will be coming in, giving us some updates on some regulations that are upcoming. Who do you got there, Greg? We have Lon from Smokies. Who? Lon. Lon from Smokies. This is Ron. Oh, Ron. 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 (laughs) Sorry, Ron. How you doing this morning? This is uh, Ron Heidenreich, our uh, uh, our, uh, advertising sales manager. And uh, so, what's up, Ron? Well, my morning started out pretty good, but Danny just ruined it by uh, letting me know that there's fake news coming out of the In Fisherman. Oh, the fake news is coming out of In Fisherman. Yeah, I know. Isn't that funny? What is this world coming to? I know, especially from In Fish. Well, you know what? That's how they probably sent it into In Fisherman saying that. <laughs> I mean, well, it wasn't In Fisherman's fault, I'm sure. No, I know. Uh, the fake news. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to be on the smokies at eight o'clock this morning. Uh, we'll be open for Christmas shoppers until two o'clock, 
and uh, 15% off of everything that's in stock in the store. Yeah, I'm glad you called to remind me because I was just looking at it on a computer screen. I was going to pull it up and you know mention it. So 15% off of everything at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop. You also yeah. got a great uh, 50% off wall that has a lot of MEP spinners on it. And uh, some Booker uh, uh, Raiders and Calorators also. There you go. Yeah, you got some good stuff on there for 50% off. So if people are looking for some really good stocking stuffers, these, these are really nice at a really affordable price. And uh, you're going to be open up today and tomorrow from 8 to 2, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, if somebody were to come out during the week, we do have a couple phone numbers on the door that somebody can be there in like 5 or 10 minutes. Uh, but the Lake, Milwaukee Lake is completely frozen over right now. So... Uh, we're closed during the week, but somebody will come if somebody wants to buy something. Right? Yeah, we we will. Uh, yeah, we well, not we, but you will be there. Or somebody will be there. Hey, Danny, do you want to go out the side door and let Al shook in? He's been standing outside a while. You might have to holler for him. He's an <laughs> I know he's an outdoors guy. <laughs> but anyway, right? Okay, Ron, and uh, well. I would take a ride out and see you. Maybe Sunday morning I might take a ride out and see you. Well, Mark will be there Sunday. Oh, Mark's going to be there Sunday? Yep. Well, I wouldn't mind seeing Mark, you know. Yeah. That's he, right. I can tell him a few jokes. He'll laugh at them. Unlike Greg oh, yeah. here. Greg just makes faces at me when I tell good jokes. <laughs> None of your jokes are good. You just laugh at them. Well, that's right. I got to get the ball rolling. I got to prime the pump. <laughs> All right, Rotten. Thanks for calling. Okay, bye. Here, Greg. I'll tell you a good joke. All right, I'll tell you a good one. And and even a good joke. Hi, Al. I'm going to tell you a good joke. Okay, and you tell me if this is a good joke or not a good joke, and we'll have the audience call and tell us if it was good or not. All right. All right. All right, there's this old guy pumping gas at a gas station. He's got a couple of six-packs in his passenger seat. And there's this really smoking hot gal pumping gas right next to him. And she leans over and she kind of sees that beer in his front seat. So she goes over to the old guy and says, hey, uh, would you consider trading sex for beer? The old guy thinks about it a second and says, sure, what kind of beer you got? Come on now! Come on! Hey, I went to a bathroom and went in there uh, at a gas station the other day and, and to take a leak, and it looked on the wall and it said, uh, "Don't look here. The joke is in your hand." Oh, oh that's good. That's All it. right, move closer. That's not a Winchester you're holding. <laughs> you know what, folks? You call us here at seven nine nine twelve fifty. You tell Greg if that was a funny joke or not. I bet you the Here's, audience thinks it okay, was funny. Here we go. Here we go. This is okay. This is go. from Here's Badger a, Sportsman Badger magazine. Sportsman. Best section in the whole magazine. The <laughs> finest things in life can neither be seen nor felt. At least that's what the restraining order says. <laughs> what was it? Do it again. The finest things in life can neither be seen nor felt. At least that's what the restraining order says. <laughs> sure. Here's he, my favorite. Last season, the morning that daylight savings time ended, I stopped in to visit my aging father-in-law, Roger. He was busy covering his Johnson with black shoe polish. I said to him, Dad, you got to get your hearing checked. The message I left you was you're supposed to turn your clock back. <laughs>
<laughs> I mean, that's a good. I like that one. I didn't know I was, you were going to do that one. Oh, okay. I was in the deer stand. I was in the deer stand laughing about that for a whole day. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I thought of it, it took oh, away the pain from not shooting we, a deer. We got a caller on the line. He's going to tell your clock. He's going to tell yeah. us. Yes. Turn your clock back. Not. Not the other way around. Yeah. You know, they... They uh, They got some good ones in Badger Sportsman. George Carlin always had a few of those good ones that were a play on words like that, and I don't want to repeat them on the Probably not. That's as far as we're going to go with this last one here. What did he say? You're going to probably... Kurt says your joke was very funny. Thank you, Kurt. He prefaced that by saying he's a month away from being a senior citizen so oh. maybe that's why <laughs> maybe that's why and, and by saying uh here's my address send me the mini mics <laughs> yeah <laughs> right all right in the studio right now we have al shook he is you're a wisconsin delegate to the wisconsin conservation congress correct yes, did i get uh, that right yep all right, right. now good. make sure you talk right into that microphone otherwise people are not going to hear you well, i think they and can you can me. move it around it's too not a problem all right so good morning, Al. Good morning. Good yeah, you, morning. Thanks you know, for inviting me in. We saw you. I saw you come to the thing, but you went to the wrong door. Well, I, you know, <laughs> well, we don't necessarily have a sign out there. Yeah, says, we don't have a sign. Yeah, Deliveries here. here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Guests, Guests here. Guests here. Yeah. I suppose you could get pizza delivered this early in the morning. Well, um, I don't know. know. I think that's that's the other. I think that's like the big show and all those other yeah. guys. Because there's always leftover food yeah. from takeout delivery yeah. places when we Gary, come in. the break room? Gary and Leroy. Is that got, it? Oh, in the break yeah. room, it's, it's uh, um, it was a potluck day. Potluck day, and you have the whole station gets catered by somebody. If it's in here, it's probably from one of their sponsors, whether right. it be yeah. Wendy's or yeah, um, it, uh, it, another butcher shop that I can't mention yeah. on the I'm show. I'm thinking right now. they can get pretty well taken care of by their sponsors. Yeah, yeah, they probably. Oh, it's, yeah. it's fun. We're being a producer on their show every now and again when they yeah. come in with a boatload of spicy chicken oh, sandwiches yeah. from Wendy's Ooh, and some yeah. Frosties and fries. Hey, 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 I get you Bucky's fine meats, jalapeno cheddar, hot <laughs> yeah, steaks with goose. <laughs> Matter of fact, my students at school. Oh, my God, guys. Oh, I just keep every day in the hall, kid. Bush, you get a deer yet? I got to tell them no. And I didn't <laughs> even tell you guys my latest beating story. You know, I should have pulled the trigger when that buck cut through that opening. And I, I Yeah, you told us I that I should have pulled week. the trigger. But, yeah. uh... And then I passed up a bunch of does, which, looking back, I kept thinking, nope, I'm going to hold out and just wait. And I think he always got the doe season, right? Which was last weekend. So I got new tires put on my truck at Firestone in Waukesha, uh, which, by the way, uh, Bob, the old manager, I felt bad. He retired after like 35 years. He was a really good guy out there, took care of me. But I'm glad he can relax and retire. So they got a new manager out there. I think his name's Jesse. Pretty good guy. Got new tires. Firestone gave me a real good deal on tires out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to head out of town. I'm all set. I got weight in the back of the truck, so I'm not going to have any death-defying spin-outs and stuff. That's why I got the tires. And I'm going down the road. Coming from here, down the highway, and all of a sudden, I've, something like seizes in the back end of the truck for like a split second. Oh, and I'm like, what? what just happened? Something happened here. And I go another mile, and it happens again. So I pull off right away, and I get on the shoulder. I look around the truck. It felt like something. I thought, did a tire wheel fall off or what? So I went back to Firestone, and uh, they found out that my emergency brake uh, had, like, disintegrated was or was disintegrating, and part of it had, that's what had fallen in there and seized up oh. for a second. 
So he says, you got to get it replaced. Otherwise, it's gonna stuff's going to break and just wreck all your yeah. other stuff in there. So that was Sunday. That was $400. Then, uh, then they said, hey, by the way, your front ball joints are gone. That's going to wreck those new oh. tires that you got. That was $600. Hey, so bottom line, I had about a $1,700 weekend last weekend. Thank God for that Firestone credit card. And I never got up hunting. I'm like jinxed. Yeah, oh, wow. couldn't even Might get not up. Be able to afford hunting now. So, Al, let's try that holiday hunt uh, in Waukesha County. We can shoot those there. That's, I think that's you can shoot those right now if you got a crossbow. Yeah, so. well, I do have yeah. a crossbow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll take this caller before we go to a break. We'll see what it is, but we'll be talking to Al Shook about some stuff that's coming up uh, that he wants to inform us on. Uh, we're going to have to do that after the NFL football picking contest. Well, not a problem. And, and then we'll have a whole half hour with you from 7.30 to 8. You know, we'll have a whole half hour to talk about. you got some special stuff, that, right? That, yeah, uh, it's a very important bill that's coming yeah. in front of the legislature that's yeah. going to affect everybody that enjoys outdoors. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that sounds... and, that, and that's, you know, you know this show, even uh, though we are I'm rather. I'm being huh? dramatic here. No, no, we are rather eclectic and we talk about a lot of weird stuff, right. but. What, what was that word you just used? Eclectic. Eclectic. We oh, talk about a lot eclectic. of weird shit. Yeah. We're, we're all seven, over the yeah, place. Six or seven legs eclectic. and skitters across the floor. It's yeah. Eclectic. Yeah. Right. So anyway, but the thing is, is that every now and then we do come up with some serious topics to inform the hunting and fishing public, the outdoor people in this state. Like so, just before you were telling people, be safe, don't go out on yeah, the ice if that's it's too right. early. I mean, it's an important yeah. public service announcement. Right. Well, anyway, we're going to go take a break. When we come back, we're going to play the NFL football picking contest at Spon... Huh? Why don't we do the NFL picks at 7.30, and then we can talk to Al the next segment? Because people know it's at this time. I don't think it really you, matters. I don't know. You know I don't you, know. We're, we're kind of screwing up. You the, throw Tom's time off you're here. You're throwing our you know, time off. You know, yeah, but Al came in to talk about certain stuff. We shouldn't delay him with NFL picks. I didn't delay him. That was Bushy talking that whole last you know, segment. <laughs> life? That was Bushy. Life was, me. So you tell people to call in, do NFL picks, they'll call in at 7.30, 7.45. It won't matter. Life is like a canoe on a calm pond, Greg. Here and right go. now, okay. you're rocking Tom's canoe. Okay, you know, no, we can do it. Greg's the producer. He, okay, knows, he knows what's going on. He's a radio you guy. You produce for us and tell us when to do it, Greg. Yeah. All right. So we'll do it at 7.30. 7.35. After, after the 7.30 break. After the 7.30 break, 7.35 call, and you can be the contestant on NFL Picks. And that's sponsored by Curly's Waterfront Pub on Pewaukee Lake. So, But right now we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be talking to Al Shook about something that's really important that's coming really up, important. right? Really important. All right, we'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for listening this uh, beautiful Saturday holiday season. Um, you're getting ready to go shopping and buy your presents for your favorite outdoorsman or an outdoors gal in the world. 
But right now, we are going to talk to the vice chairman of the Wisconsin Conservation Congress, Mr. Al Shook, about some, uh, about some issues coming up. And a couple of weeks ago or a month ago, whatever, we had talked to Al about how sometimes things seem to get fast-tracked through our legislature on, on some of these changes in hunting and fishing, and nobody has a chance to say anything. Well, it look, looks like something's happening now, so why don't you tell us, Al? Good morning, everybody. Merry Christmas. Good morning, guys. Good morning. What's uh, coming in front of the legislature next Thursday on the 21st is a bill that would essentially remove protection for what's called non-federal wetlands. Yeah, I've read about that. Non-federal wetlands mean there's no stream running into or running from it that's navigable. Mm -hmm. Consider non-navigable. Uh, non-federal wetlands for hunters and outdoors people think of the prairie pothole region in wisconsin those would all be non-federal wetlands under the bill that's proposed it's uh, ab 547 and senate bill 600 they're the same bill just different numbers coming from a different part of the legislature would allow unregulated filling of these wetlands. and Now, wait a minute. When you say unregulated filling, they filled up these potholes? They would not need a permit from the DNR yeah. to fill, it's my understanding, to fill unregulated or non-federal wetlands for any reason, project, or whatever. There is no spec uh, exception for depth. Some of these smaller ponds in the area that are would be non-federal wetlands are 10 to 12 feet deep, mm-hmm. but there's no exception. If it's a non-federal wetland, it would be covered by this law. Uh, before they brought this and gave it a date for a hearing, some legislators reached out to Ducks Unlimited, wanting to have some input on the bill. Uh, I think they learned how active some of the sportsmen can be when we had the warden law that came up earlier this year where they wanted to prohibit wardens from going on private property Mm -hmm. and the backlash that they got from that idea. So they reached out, and the legislators only wanted to hear from Ducks Unlimited. So Ducks Unlimited took the lead and contacted various and almost every sporting organization in the state of Wisconsin to come up with some ideas on how to make this bill better. And there were six proposed or idea amendments to the legislation that would essentially take care of what they're trying to fix. And when I worked for the city of Waukesha, I understand what the problem is. When early in the 2000s, Construction and subdivisions and new houses were going up everywhere. And then, of course, we hit that slow period of about 2008. Mm -hmm. And construction virtually stopped in subdivisions and on grading projects and everything else. And sometimes it stopped for more than three to five years. Well, your grading permit is typically only allowed for so much time. And the majority of these grading permits expired. When the economy came back, they wanted to start up again, finish their subdivision, finish their grading, whatever the case may be. And, of course, 
the property was reevaluated. Well, in the time span from when they stopped working to when they wanted to start again, some of these areas that were left unfinished started growing cattails. Guess what? The state of Wisconsin called it a wetland. Now, you, I, and anybody else listening could have sat on some of these proposed supposed wetlands for an entire season, and we would not have seen anything that resembled animal life in a wetland. Mm -hmm. Even red-winged blackbirds weren't using these things, and red-winged blackbirds use my backyard. Mm -hmm. So it's the law is proposed for a reason because either the DNR is being too strict in their interpretation of what is a wetland or they want to fill in just way too much property in wetlands. They so, being developers, builders, mm-hmm. private landowners, and so forth for different and various reasons. So is this bill a good bill or a bad bill, in your opinion? As written, it is not a good bill. Okay. It would, as I stated before, my understanding would allow it to fill in any and all. Anything. Any and all non-federal wetlands. Now, Horicarn Marsh, of course, is a federal wetland. It's got it's considered federal because there's water running through it. Vernon Marsh, same thing. Theresa Marsh, same thing. But in your drives around the city and in rural areas, you go past farm ponds, you see these little puddles, mm-hmm. and that's where geese are hatched, ducks are hatched. Mm-hmm. There's fur bearers, everything you can think of uses these little wetlands. They're important and very important habitat for wildlife. And as much as some people would think that PETA and the Humane Society in the United States so forth speak for the wild animals, it's the sportsmen of Wisconsin and the United States that do all of the protection and regulation for wildlife. So the way it is now, Al, if uh, if a person has property and let's say you, like you were saying they want to do some building on it and it's been a while, whatever, and they form some of these potholes right now, they'd have to go to the DNR and say, hey, can we fill this in? And then the DNR would evaluate it and say yes or no, correct? That's the way it is right now? They have to submit a plan or a grading mm-hmm. plan or a mm-hmm. proposed plan for water, sewer, mm-hmm. or streets, right, anything right. that they want to build. Yeah, But if they want to fill these in, they got to... Submit the idea to the DNR. Yes. Right. And if they started this project prior to 2008 when the economy went mm-hmm. south, mm-hmm. and over the winter, I was still working with the city, when spring came, there was no equipment on these jobs. Right. They just never showed up again. Right, right. They were Some companies, unfortunately, went bankrupt. Mm-hmm. And until the economy came around, the demand for new houses picked up. No one was going to try and get this land from the bank Mm -hmm. or anywhere else in order to start grading again. They would, new owner, or a time lapse between the permit, they would have to resubmit and have it Mm reevaluated. And that's when these supposed wetlands were were discovered, and some of them are causing problems. In the city of Waukesha, (coughs) we had an area that we were filling in for a proposed city park, just clean fill from construction jobs prior to the fall of the economy. Guys were looking to get rid of material, and the city needed some place to make another soccer field. Mm 
Well, of course, when they stopped working, we stopped getting material. And in the middle of this area that the city was leveling out and pushing out was a small swale. It started to grow cattails. And when we proposed to start filling in and working again, the DNR said, no, you can't. There's a wetland right in the middle of that. Well, there was nothing there four years before that, but now it's a wetland. <laughs> yeah. So if I'm understanding this correct, there's been a kind of a, based on this, what you just described with that situation, there's been kind of a uh, over-regulation with the DNR sometimes making some kind of crazy pronouncement, well, it can't do that project because it's a wetland, so it's kind of hindered development. So in an effort to kind of end that kind of craziness uh, and allow for more development and so forth, now they've come up with this new legislation that what they want to do, but it's kind of like they went overboard. They're just, they're, they're broadly or narrowly defining a wetland as something with an inlet or an outlet. So now it's going to open the door for too much, uh, the ability for too many uh, areas to be filled in where we're going to lose a whole bunch of wetlands. And, and they really should have come up with a better, a better compromise on it. Well, in, in order to do some proper legislation, they typically don't, the legislature does not want to make it narrowly focused. They do not want to say in Waukesha County, Milwaukee County, or at this address, you can do this and the rest of the state cannot. Right. So they try and be all-inclusive statewide. And the easiest definition that was available to them is non-federal wetlands. And then, But that was not the recommendation that the Ducks Unlimited came out with, right? You that said, is correct. What this was bill theirs? was written before they came to Ducks Unlimited. Okay. They presented the bill to the outdoorsman and said, what do you think of this? And DU, with the help of all these other groups, the Congress included Wisconsin Waterfowlers, Pheasants Forever, and, and so on. They came up with these six possible amendments to this law. Okay. So they have... They have been presented with ideas that would allow them to put, do this bill that would help developers, that would try right. to correct this. I don't know if it's an egregious error or it's overzealous interpretation of the laws from the DNR. They're doing what they have to do, but they're, I don't want to say there's limited common sense when they're looking at these properties, but all of a sudden, poof, it's a wetland. Well, it doesn't work that way. So you're saying, though, the legislature is not following any of the recommendations that all you guys came up with. They're just going ahead to pass these bills as planned. That's, that's the way the bill is being presented on the 21st. And I'm asking anyone that can get to the state capitol on the 21st before 11 o'clock to come to the meeting room and oppose this bill as written without amendment. And they still have time. They have some session left where they could vote on these amendments, one, two, or all six, to make this a better deal. It's going to go through. That's the unfortunate thing about it. As I mentioned before, it's a rare occasion that they'll hold a meeting or a hearing and they typically don't already have the votes to pass this out of committee to take it to the full body, whether it's the Assembly or the Senate. This particular hearing that's being held on Thursday 
is a joint session of the Assembly and Senate where if it gets out of this committee, it's already passed and can be on the floor of the Assembly and the Senate the very next day, I believe, for a vote. So it's important that we either show up in person or make phone calls or send emails. I know it's short notice and, as Danny said, fast-tracked, but they gave us a whole week this time, and that in the last few years is a lot of time that they've given us to try and muster up some help. But the thing that bothers me the most about this is they came to Ducks Unlimited and the other sporting groups to ask, what do you think of this bill? Well, in general, we agree that there's some problems here with the interpretation. And the six amendments that were suggested take care of the problems that we have with the bill and solve the problems that they have with how it's interpreted. How is a wetland interpreted? How, you know, and so forth. Mm -hmm. And it would protect over 1 million acres of non-federal wetlands in the state of Wisconsin. 1 million acres of non-federal wetlands is an unbelievable amount of acreage for wildlife habitat, waterfall reproduction, everything that you see around the wetland. And outdoorsmen and fishermen know that it's you just can't keep removing these things from the landscape. All right. Well, listen, we're a little behind time. We will get back to Al. Uh, but first, and if you have any questions, by the way, 799-1250. But first, after this break, we will be playing the NFL football picking contest sponsored by Curly's Waterfront Pub on Pewaukee Lake. It's the place that you want to meet and laugh, meet people, laugh, eat, drink, and enjoy life out at Curly's Waterfront Pub. Great place. Uh, anyway, so we're going to go to a break. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. We need a contestant to play the NFL football picking contest. You'll win that $10 gift certificate to Curly's. Uh, just give us a call at 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. We'll be right back with more. Well, folks, as it turns out, our contestant for the NFL football picking contest hung up. So we're going to have Mr. Al Shook as the contestant, and he will win a $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub. All right, Al? Yeah, that'll happen. Sure. Oh, you're, yeah, you'll win. Fine. You'll win. You're <laughs> just going to have to give your address over to uh, Greg before you leave. Anyway, all right. Let's take it away, Greg. How did we do all last right, recap week? Recap last week. Uh, Tommy went three and one. Oh, thank you. Bushy, let's see. Uh, oh, and one, one and one, two and one, two and two. I also went two and two. And our callers went one and three. Hey, and my lock of the week came through. Two and the, two. No, callers went two and yeah. two. The Packers <laughs> covered his friend. <laughs> Ooh, that was a tough one. It, it was, <laughs> was looking like one. they weren't going to cover the oh, spread. Oh, I a know. I thought once, once, uh, once Cleveland was up twenty-one to seven, I thought that's it. It's all over. But hey, I all gotta right. hold out hope. But they anyway, they were playing Cleveland. 
Ain't yeah. that the truth? <laughs> Ain't that the truth? All yeah. right, uh, we have one head-to-head NFC North matchup, so we're gonna pick just a random NFC, not a random. We're just gonna yeah. pick another NFC game. We're gonna start out with the Rams traveling to Seattle. Seattle is a two-point favorite. Packers need Seattle to lose this game. Al, who you got? Rams. I'll take the Rams. All right, Tommy. Uh, is even though they're going to Seattle, which is a miserable place, I think for team for visiting teams to play. I think the Rams will do it against uh, Seattle. Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams. Bushy. Mm-hmm. The rule is if it's like a one or two point spread, you always go with the home team. So I got to go with Seattle. I'm going to go with the Rams because the Rams the last four years, even when the Rams are bad, seem to have Seattle's number. I didn't know there were rules, Bushy. (laughs) Yeah. I got rules. Bushy's got (laughs) rules. All right. Next game on the docket, we have Chicago at Detroit. Detroit is a a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Al, who you got? I hate to say it, but I'll take the Lions. I don't think Chicago can get themselves out of a pair of socks. (laughs) Bushy? Yeah, they couldn't fight their way out of a wet paper bag. I'll go with the Lions. Tommy. I'm going to be contrary to you guys. Oh, yeah. Sure. Just because I need the Lions to lose, (laughs) I'm going to pick the Bears. Trubisky, Trubisky, and the Bears. I'm going to go with Detroit. (laughs) I know I should go with Detroit, but I'm going to go with the Bears. Next game is Cincinnati is at Minnesota. Minnesota is an 11-point favorite. 1-1-point favorite. Al, who you got? Cincinnati. I'll take the points. Tommy? Cincinnati is terrible. <laughs> and Minnesota's defense is going to shut them down. I'm definitely going. I, I don't like to say it, but Minnesota, definitely. Bushy? Lock of the week, as a matter of fact. I could make that the lock of the and week. And I got to go with Cincinnati. You do got to go with Cincinnati. You just, I was going to go the other way till. I'm going to make Minnesota my lock of the week. Here made it the lock of the <laughs> week. And that, or, that basically... That basically sealed yeah. his fate. Or should, or should we basically, call it the shoe-in? I've got the reverse lock of the week, which is always the real lock of the week. I'm going to go with Minnesota. Chicago just destroyed Cincinnati 33-7. to and Wait a second. I didn't know that. Too bad for you, buddy. Yeah. You already took Well, Minnesota's going to kind of take them a little lightly. <laughs> take the points. Minnesota will take them lightly. And, uh, Cincinnati just points. has no offense. Yeah. Yeah, you took right. your pick. You said that about the Bengals, uh, yeah. the Browns last week. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah right. That's what. Yeah. That's exactly. True. Good That's point, true. Al. That's yeah, true. That's true. All, All right. right. Final game on the docket is the beloved Green Bay Packers traveling to Carolina to take on the Panthers. The Panthers are a three-point favorite. Al, who you got? Boy, that's tough. And I played football. Offense won games, and defense made sure you didn't lose them. I haven't seen too much of the defense in Packers, but uh, I'll be a homer. I'll go Packers. Bushy. Well, you know, Tom over here is going to go for the Packers. <laughs> get ready. I'm Aaron Rod- I can get ready for, the Rogers. for his soliloquy. <laughs> but, uh, again, nice it's, a three point, it's a three-point uh, yep. game, and it's the Panthers are the home team. So, once again, my rule applies. You go with the home team team you're going with the carolina yeah tommy well yeah of course i'm gonna go with the packers the rogers is back 
And he is going to uplift that. That offensive line is going to protect him like nobody, like a mother duck protecting her little chicks. There ain't no way they're going to get to him. And the Rodgers, <laughs> you like that? The Rodgers. He's going to have a good game. The defense is actually going to have uh, an okay game. <laughs> Just okay. He's not going to protect those defensive backs no. from being he, toast. He doesn't. He doesn't play defense, but they'll be okay. Hey, do you know years ago? It's true. One of the defensive backs of the Packers actually got mailed. A, a piece of burnt toast. Yeah, I, awesome. I believe that. Yeah, I, I remember awesome. that. Wasn't I can't a, remember which one. It I was the vaccinator. Even he thought it was funny. It could have been Terrell Buckley. No, yeah, it. the yeah. vaccinator. Even he yeah. thought it you was know, funny. Greg, you know why they called Terrell Buxy, Buckley the vaccinator? I do not. Because Brian came because he with was going to give you a shot. Yeah, Bob and Brian came up with that one. They used to make fun of. They used to make fun whenever, of uh, whenever the Packers play all up. the time. He was going to be the next Jim Thorpe. Yeah. Whenever who, the Packers play a scrambling quarterback, I I still have nightmares about watching them trying to play against the 49ers with Kaepernick. Oh, I know. Uh, running, I know. running free like – Yeah. And Cam Newton is starting to feel his oats again, and yeah. I'm just – I don't know how much of this game I can watch. Yeah. <laughs> and who do you got, Craig? I am going to go with Carolina. Even with Rodgers back, I think he's going to be a little bit rusty, and the Packers' defense is a sieve. And I do not have any. Rodgers can't hide how bad that defense actually is. That is true. But you know, seriously though, I think I think that might give them a little lift. You know, a little momentum lift, just because you know their their leader is back. They, they, I don't know. It, it just feels like that to me that they're going to play a little bit better. I hope. Well, armchair psychologist. I, 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 I just I don't know. Greg, who is the worst cornerback in Packers history? Uh, Terrell Buckley. No, <laughs> Terrell actually became actually, a pretty good. He, did, he, he went with Miami. He, he was went, pretty good as a fifth yeah. slot type corner yeah. cover guy. Yeah. He was good in Miami. He just yeah. had a hard time when he was getting mugged by uh, Michael Irvin, and they weren't calling mm-hmm. offensive interference back in the day. Yeah, because uh, well, Dallas always so screwed who, us. So who was the worst? I one? would say the one that the most maligned, the much maligned, and ripped on um, Packers cornerback was Estes Hood. They called yeah. him Useless Hood yeah, up in yeah. Green Bay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. this hood. I don't know. Kenny, Kenny Stills was a thrill, too, you know. Oh, come on. I knew Kenny. He'd give you your best he, hit he, after You know, the I actually whistle. raced Kenny Stills in a 40-yard dash outside a bar one time. And I'll tell you what. Kenny Stills, uh, up until like 10 years ago, he was still a dirty player even when he played on flag football teams. He played on my son, my oldest son, played hey. on flag football teams with him. And he said he was even a dirty player on those. Well, I liked when he – I told a, Kenny this personally. Trying. I well, told yeah, Kenny – I liked it when he had the late hit on Matt Suey. I told him, Ken, because <laughs> yeah. I worked with him at one time. Yeah. I said, not, Ken, I loved it when you hit him late like that. I applauded. He just smiled. It's not a dirty player if you don't get called, I guess. I suppose. Yeah. Well, listen, mm-hmm. we got to go to Conrad a break. Dobler. Yeah. Those are our <laughs> picks. Go. And let's hope the Dick Packers Butkus. win. Now, if you got any, we're, we're going to get back to Al Shook after this break, talk a little bit more about this uh, bill that's coming up in committee on the 21st, you said? No, on uh, Monday, right? Thursday. Or Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, the 21st. The 21st. Yeah, Just the 21st. Just a few days before Christmas. Yeah. And, and uh, believe me, it's not a coincidence. Yeah, and we'll get into that. If you got any questions for Al, 414-799-1250. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors.
Hey, welcome back, folks. You are listening to Danny Bush, Tommy the True Neubauer, our illustrious producer, Greg Janik, on the boards, and an in-studio guest, Al Shook, from the Wisconsin Conservation Congress. He's the vice chairman, head of all vices. <laughs> there you go. One there vice. Go. Al's got vice but over Anyway, there. and if you got any questions for Al, 799-1250 is the phone number. But first, we're going to get a quick... Up North Report with Dennis Rice. Good morning, Dennis. Good morning, guys. How are you this morning? Good. You got oh, plenty good. of ice up there? We got ice. We, don't, we have to be careful if you're going ice fishing because there is ice on most lakes, and uh, the some lakes just froze over, so, and we got quite a bit of snow cover now. So the snowmobilers and skiers and cross-country skiers are going to be happy, and and we got at least 12 to 14 inches of snow on the ground in the winter. Really? Wow. Yes, you got that much snow in it, it really disappears south of Stevens Point. So uh, we've got a good bunch of snow up here, and they're talking about some more of this next week. But uh, it, obviously that blankets the lake. So if you're going out on the on the lake ice fishing, uh, be very careful and check check the conditions or check with the local sports shops. Yeah, did uh, the Trout Lake freeze over? Trout Lake froze over <laughs> Three four days ago, so my boat's put away now. I'm done. I, I'm done open water fishing. So all right, we'll get that ice fishing gear ready. We get it ready. The walleyes are going right now. They're yeah. getting some good walleye catches on on lakes where you can get out. And I would say most of the lakes that I talk to people about or been on is about seven eight inches of ice. But you do have to check uh, because of the blanket of snow that we have now. You got to be real careful. When you're going out okay so. and just to reiterate the uh, snowmobilers and skiers are having a good time you got plenty of snow for them the, the trails opened up uh, yesterday at 5 p.m and already there's snowmobilers on the trails and they're hoping for some more snow and they're panning the trails right now some of the swamps are still uh they're having a problem getting through with the groomers but uh it'll it'll start freezing up here now it's supposed to get cold again this next week so there should be good snowmobiling for over the holidays Okay, well, thanks for that report, Dennis. We do appreciate hey, it. Hey, Dennis, uh, does Tom have your phone number? Yes, I do. Okay, I'm going to call you after the show. i got to ask you about something. Do that. All right, All thanks, right. man. Talk to you later, Talk Dennis. You later. Have a good weekend. You too. Right. Bye now. Now, uh, Al Shook, uh, can you just give us a short synopsis of uh, what you told us earlier about this bill that's being... Where you need people yeah. to go, what the bill numbers are, what they uh, should do. Yeah. The bill numbers... And it's a joint bill. It's AB 547 and SB 600, Assembly Bill and Senate Bill. And the hearing is going to be next Thursday, the 21st, at the state capitol in room 411. It's the, the Army of the Republic room up on the fourth floor. It's really quite a large meeting, meeting room, and it'll probably easily hold... 75 to 100 people. So if you're able to come, what we're asking is you wear some article of hunting clothing, orange hat, camo shirt, whatever the case may mm -hmm. be. So it's it's visually obvious who's out there in the audience to oppose this bill or be for it. But it's just I haven't heard any sportsman said, yeah, this is a good idea be able to go ahead and fill in any any wetland that you want that's not federal. But so, if people have the time, they can always call or email their representative to well, let them know how they feel. I was just going to go down a list okay. of, of representatives and give out some email addresses. Now, if you've got a pencil ready, 
Um, the first one, I'll give the complete, the complete email address. And then after that, I'll just give you whether they're a senator or a representative. And then it's the same after their name. We have rep- representative R-E-P dot Balwig, B-A-L-L-W-E-G at L-E-G-I-S dot Wisconsin dot gov. And these, that's just, that's just the way they do stuff. Yeah, I know. And then we have Representative Hutton. Now, why, why these special ones, these certain These ones? are highlighted. These are the representatives that wanted to speak with us. Okay. So they're most favorable to our point of view. I see. Now, whether they're not the chairman of these committees, they're not the, the, the senator that wrote the law. Okay. Uh, the one that the Ducks Unlimited was corresponding with was Senator Rob Coles. Okay. So we have Senator Hutton, Representative Jock, J-A-C-Q-E, Representative Mackle, M-A-C-C-O, Representative Quinn, Q-U-I-N-N, and we have Senator Lassay, L-A-S-E-E. Senator Miller, M-I-L-L-E-R. And Senator Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N. If you can't attend, call or send an email. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen and outdoorsmen, this would be catastrophic without government control on the filling of wetlands. Got a quick question. Sure. Does this bill basically benefit the landowners? It depends on what the landowner wants to use it for. Like I said, in the past, these properties, some of these properties were already okayed for some sort of development. Economic, whatever the case may be, stopped it, let the land set for a while, and cattails started to grow. And those were the only recognizable things in the two instances in, in the city where I worked that could be identified as a, wild, as a wetland plant in these areas. Mm-hmm. There was no long-term history. There were no frogs. There was no amphibian life that I could see. It, it just it didn't make any sense that all of a sudden now these things are wetlands. I understand their angst. They've had this plan for a while. Something happened. They were delayed, and now they can't continue because of their own work has changed the landscape unintentionally into a low, and I would call it, from my experience, a low-grade wetland. But it's a wetland all the same. But this bill would allow quality wetlands, like I have very a lot of them out around my house. I'm in western Waukesha County. And it would allow that all of these get filled in for new houses, whatever the case may be. So it's very important, and I certainly do thank you guys for letting me come in and and, uh, try and rally some support in opposition to this bill, 547 and Senate Bill 600. This is going to definitely change the landscape of Wisconsin as far as wildlife habitat goes. You thought plowing the fence rows back in the 70s ruined pheasant hunting? 
you fill in the wetlands, you can give up a lot of other hunting. Forget the bunnies and everything else. Yep. Very good. All right. Well, Al, thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks Once for again, coming in. Thanks taking, for asking me, yeah, guys. Taking I appreciate your, it. Taking your time to come over here. Well, guys, uh, I forgot at the beginning of the show, I normally do this, but I want to thank the blue, all the men in blue out there protecting us. We are 110% behind law enforcement. Thank the red fire department. Thank behind the DNR out there, wardens out protecting our wildlife. Uh, So thanks again for being out there each and every day for us. And uh, that's all I got. And I just wanted to say real quick, if you're going to be out of town next weekend for the Christmas weekend, I'm going to wish you a... To all our Christmas, uh, Christian friends, a Merry Christmas. To our Jewish friends, a Happy Hanukkah. And for our atheist friends, have a nice day. <laughs> That's all I got, Danny. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors. God bless, Merry Christmas, and talk to you next week. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.